Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris, here with Deepom. And we're here to talk uh, Season 7, Episode 14 of The Flash. Uh, when Ultraviolet returns to Central City, Allegra is determined to find her cousin and change her heart. Do you find evidence that Kristen Kramer may not be the good cop she appears to be? Uh, this episode was actually directed by Daniel Painterbaker. Uh, Which I just found out as I was like, loading up all the notes. Yeah. Um, not a bad episode. So here's the thing. So uh, again, and I saw the IMD re-rating on this episode was, was really low, but let me say something that might seem like a bad thing and it's weird, but makes perfect sense to me. Um, and, it, and it's something that I think if I go back and look at every episode this season, it'll be, it'll ring true. This show and season have been so much better when it's not focused on the main characters for Iris and Barry. Um, I'm not saying Barry should take a vacation every once in a while. I'm just saying maybe they take a vacation once in a while. Well, like this. Well, I think there's, a, I think, but I think there's, like, I, I know that sounds bad. And people are like, oh, well, you know, what's happening to this show? I'm like, but I think when you think about it, it makes sense. It's, it's the problem we had with the previous, the episodes that didn't work this season or when they focused on Barry and Iris is because they're trying to repeat character arcs for the characters that they've already completed. So in this episode, we, just like the last one before it, we are able to kind of, like we say, play the hits. And, and learn those lessons with new, with, not even really new, Liger's not new, but we've never gone down this arc with her. We've never had her complete an arc or go through the whole thing with her and her cousin or things like that. We all have the beginnings of her arc. Right. So we're able to actually explore those verses when you're trying to do the same thing with Barry and all the things we're just going, but Barry, you've already done this. Like, you know this. And so now you can do those same things. Like, there's literally the, a, a part of this episode that happened like last episode where they're like, well, she's like, well, what would Team Flash do? What would, you know, what would Barry do? And I was like, you're right. Barry would do this, but you're also missing, like, the all the in-between moments of when Barry also fucked up, right? But it's okay because she wouldn't know that, right? She doesn't right. see that part. Just like, just like last, last week, um, Cheshire didn't see the fact that, yeah, 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 this is, what, this is what Cisco would do. But you've also missed all the points where, like, to you looking from as a person outside coming in trying to replace Cisco. You are missing all the times that Cisco fucked up and Cisco gets people in trouble. You're coming in with, with almost hero worship on. And the same thing happens here with the Lakers. She's like, well, no, Barry's been saving all these other victims uh, and victims, all, all these other villains and doing all this other stuff. Then why can't I do the same thing for my cousin? And I'm like, true, but your cousin's also a super assassin that mm, uh, this, it, can we start small? Can we start small? But I, I do like, I do like that. It's, it feels like an early season kind of simple, like, here we're going to be the team episode. But it's obviously so complicated. Right. And I like that they're able to take kind of the tropey, kind of the, even genre kind of defining, like, new character, let's tell some more about the backstory episode, and kind of flip it on its ear a little bit. Because for all that, like, you know, in and out of the show, the viewers inclined to do it soon. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, like, you're right. Like, yo, this is kind of this ass and shit. Right. And so it's nice to have them focus on the character, not just say, oh, she's going to learn the situation, but she's also going to learn why she's here in the first place. She's going to be reminded why she's strong, why her convictions are right. Well, I, I think it's also the thing that, to me, and I think this is why these episodes have kind of brought me back on this season, is that it makes more sense. When you have Barry doing it, you get these moments where you're just, it's like thinking about when, when Barry kind of convinced Forenza to, to help him and things like that. And you're just like, I mean, but you got her to say that you, you first you said that, you know, she didn't have to help you, but then she changes on the dime to go, well, now I'm going to help you. It's like, 
there's no time to breathe, and it's because it's like, well, it's Barry fucking Allen asking you, right? It's the Flash asking you to do something, so you're going to step up and do it. Here, like you said, Barry and Iris are off trying to make a baby, <laughs> or babies. Um, and I love the fact that they opened that up and kind of reminded, and Chester's just going like, this is awkward, I don't want to be part of this at any point. But, but now you, you, have, you have Caitlin as the one that's, that's been there the longest, trying to you know, you know, be the elder stagewoman, if you will, of Team Flash. You have Sue coming in and basically going like, guys, are you, are you kidding me? She's an assassin. And you got Chester and Allegra who are basically like, we're part of Team Flash. We're gonna, this is how Team Flash does things, you know, without the context of like, yeah, Team Flash does these things, but it took them a while to get to this point because they, you know, you remind everybody, we used to lock people up all the time in the pipeline to the point that somebody actually died. So, big belly burger in a, in a jar of hope. What you want to do, baby? Yeah, you know, so I, I, I think that it's helpful. Like, this is where the show does its best. And I understand, I'm pretty sure the reason why the episode has got a 4.7 on IMDb is because it literally doesn't have the flash in it. Like, he's there at the beginning, he's there at the end, and that's it. But to me, this is where, this is, this is so much better than some of the episodes that have him there the entire time. Because you're, you're getting the Team Flash lessons without him there, but building on what we had. Take the arc with Joe and, what they're doing with Joe and Kramer, right? Like, when Cecile goes to him and says, hey, Joe, you know, you feel in your heart that there's something more to this story. Then what you're, you don't want to come out and just say she's a bad cop. So something in your heart is telling you that. So instead of telling him, it's like, hey, take protection, you know, make sure, you know, you're, you're pretty, she basically goes and tell him, like, you know how you feel, you know, follow your heart. That's what you do. That's what always made you not just a good cop, but a good father, a good, you know, good at everything you do. Right. Mm -hmm. So do that. And I'm like, thank you. That's so much better than when we got. That, that, I can't remember which episode it was. We were just like, hey, really? Joe's just going to put his badge on and walk away? That's, that's what we're going to do? This just doesn't make any sense. It seems such like a very, very knee-jerk reaction. Right. But this Joe, what we've been getting the last two episodes, this is the Joe we know, right? These are the, these are the characters and the arcs we've been expecting to get. And the last two episodes, we've gotten that. We've gotten stuff with Chester. We've gotten stuff with Cecile. We've gotten stuff with Allegra now. Like, we've talked about this before, and I'm not saying they're going to do this. But if they decide to carry on the show and get rid of some of the main characters because they either just want to move on or do something else or whatever, you have a show here that can work. And they, you know what? And this is not the first time they've done this. They did this on Arrow too. Mm -hmm. Even from a practical perspective, they're showing you not that it can work, but that they can pull it off. That the cast can pull it off. Like that's not like, oh, they can an episode or two. No, no, you have enough backstory woven in here. Where you can tell a full story without the flash or with a different flash. It's giving this characters, and honestly, it's giving a spotlight to actors who may not have gotten it otherwise. Mm -hmm. Like taking a more meta step back, this is a spotlight for some characters, for some actors who've never had a chance to really spread their legs. They've only existed in a supporting role. So if you're a casting director or if you are a producer out there, you happen to catch a flash, or you're a flash fan. And you watch this episode and say, I didn't know they could do that. I didn't know Danielle could balance this many storylines at once and have such distinctly different tones in the directorial uh, outcome, outcome. Right. So you talk about the differences between the Allegra storyline and Joe. Think about how they shot. Think about how they feel. Mm -hmm. One is a high-energy kind of action movie. The other is conversations two, two people it's two people want to say, basically. Yeah. And I just want to tip my cap to, to Danielle because... That's a level of Berlanti uh, and the whole TW machine. Because if I'm a young actor, 
and they say, oh, hey, we want to go to the CW show. It's not just that's a check. That could be a future. Mm-hmm. And I think just the same way Marvel makes their sets so much fun, and that's why people want to come back for them. I think Berlanti's scope in a, 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 and adherence to the DC universe is one thing, but it's nothing for other people to see. Right. And him giving opportunities to people who he feels deserve it. And he feels like, it, save the occasional one off of like a, um, a man who plays McGuire Legends, who eventually walked back those comments. Yeah. <laughs> By and large, it's felt like a collaborative space. We hear guest directors coming. Kevin Smith is always ridiculously abusive whenever he gets to play in the sandbox. And mm-hmm. so the same way on a smaller scale, on a more weekly scale, a more scalable scale, if you will, he's pulled the fight. He's sharing the thing that's so fun to play in that has some potential afterwards. Well, yeah. It should be a fool to say no. Well, yeah, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because there's two things here. Like, again, I think at this point, I think people are still judging this show on some of the, the, the worst episodes of this season, which, again, fair or unfair, it happens. But I got to say, like, they've bounced back. Has it been three episodes since that? I think it's been three mm-hmm. episodes since that. I'm sorry, they bounced back with some episodes that, that actually matter that hit the same tone they were trying to hit in the Flash Wars episodes. I mean, in, in the Force Wars episodes. Oh, but, the flash well, right, right, right. But they're like, I, I think they hit, they're hitting the same tones. It's all about family. Like this episode here was about family. It's about Allegra trying to save Ultraviolet and then getting you this backstory on what happened to Ultraviolet going like, oh, shit. Right? I mean, and they're doing this a lot with all their villains, right? I've been mm-hmm. noticing this, whether it's part of, you know, what they're always going to do. Uh, part of like, there's been this big talk about in, in superhero movies and TV shows and even in comics about. You know, how do you, with the, the movement against, you know, um, looking at police reform and, and defunding police and changing how we do reform and this, those kind of things, about how we do that with, with superhero stuff. So it's not lost on me that this entire season has been moving towards that, where they're not really locking up a, a lot of villains or they're reforming a lot of them. You know, some of it's heavy handed. Other ones, you're like, when you get this, where it's like, no, actually, this makes sense. I, I get why she's tracking down. And you see why she sees this way, why Ultraviolet is this way. Like, I get it. This makes sense, right? On top of that, what you were saying about the, you know, Berlanti being a Feige thing. And this is where I look at WB and go, you have the guy you need to do the work that you're trying to do in your movies. You're just not listening to him. You're not, you're not giving him the chance. Berlanti's, Berlanti's doing something. Like, again, it's not just copying what you do in the comics and put it in there. Look, like. One of the best things they've done so far is turn Sue Dibney into Jamie Bond. Because mm-hmm. this is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, yes. she, she's fucking great. She's great in this role. She does this. And I'm like, that's not the Sue I know. But, like, you know what? I'll take it. Like, I'm, like it's, it's been great. And it's been a great addition to the show and the team. And even then having her be this outsider coming in. And, and, and first questioning, you know, Chester being there, questioning what Allegra's doing here, and then turning that in, uh, and using that against, to get some background on her. Like, it's been a great thing to do where, again, you have the core of the characters, you're taking part of that, changing a little bit to fit your, your, your means, and it's still, for the most part, recognizable. Again, uh, you know, if, if they decide to have Sue become, you know, Jamie Bond in the comics, I'll take it, but like... It's, she's fucking fantastic, right? It's, it's that kind of stuff. It's like you don't have to make... Nobody's asking for a carbon copy of the comics, you know? And I always hear that as uh, the retort when somebody when we, we, we criticize what they've done in the WB movies and things like that. And I'm like, 
no, guys, like, we've been watching we watching The Flash for seven seasons. Like, there's, this is not like the comics, right? There's, and trust me, I would love for someone to show up and stop to go boots on Barry. Yeah. But I recognize <laughs> that certain things translate to comic books and translate to the screen. Right. And they've been able to adopt it. I don't think boots are one of those things to be very fucking I know, weird. right? Um, <laughs> make sure that's super clear in the example I use. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a good thought. Oh, no. What I was saying was, I just think, another thing I noticed this episode, you mentioned this too, Danielle directs, yes. Great fight scene with uh, Jane, what'd you call her? Jamie Bond? Jamie, Jamie uh, Bond. Jamie Bond. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but three, is a female heavy team now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a, the same way at a certain point you look at her and she's like, wait a goddamn second. Right. <laughs> Did they just? Right. Huh. They're all women of color. They're like, huh. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 and now it's not, honestly, not that weird, but it's, it is interesting. And it's interesting because they, it's still the back door to give Sue powers. Right. They can make her a woman at any point. They figure it's cooler making the Jamie Bond right now. But I, for one, couldn't agree more. Yeah. You know, it's, like, fuck it, let's keep it going. Like, you know, we were like, where's that happening? We, we, Ralph was so, like, here's the thing. Sue also, we warmed up to Sue way faster than we ever did. At least I did than, than Ralph. I know you were on the Ralph train the entire time. I, I, you were on the Ralph train. Defense, the, when the Ralph train derailed, Ralph was not behind the wheel. It was whoever played Ralph. Well, I'm not right. The Ralph experiment worked. Well, no, I'm I'm just saying right when when he first showed up, you were yeah. you were you were completely on the Ralph chain. I I still needed a season to to warm up to him, but with Sue, as soon as Sue slowed up, we were like, oh yeah, we're on board. Like well, she showed up as the anti Ralph. Right. she was easy to love. Right, she was easy to love. So <laughs> like you know, Sue's been Sue's been great, and we love that. But you're right. I mean, even this episode where they kind of bring up uh, Kramer's background of being. Um, uh, a uh, Native American, you know, and 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 the fact that the meta that betrayed her, um, was like a brother to her, right? And and that bond, and now she's working with Joe to try to track him down. And go, like, there's all these things they throw in here. Where you're like, you know what? I can, I can, I can see this. I can do this. I don't know where the, I still don't know what they're doing with the frost and chill blame thing, but like, outside of that, you know, um, I don't. I think I know where that's going. Okay. So at one point in the comics, Trickster and High Piper and Heatwave become rogues who work for the FBI. Hmm. And we've had a mass breakout. We've had apparently people trying to figure out where these men are. And it sounds to me like we could be headed that way with Chrono uh, Cross. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's good to bring back the conceit of the idea of the rogues. Um, almost like when we felt a self-fulfilling prophecy, where well, you've hunted us, now we are the rogues. We've got a new generation of rogues out there. Um, we'll talk about the continued evolution of McCrory on the next review. But yeah, I just think that there's a lot of stuff they've seeded that makes me more excited. And maybe you're right. Maybe it does directly correlate to I didn't see no flashes episode. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it, it matters, it counts. And I'm a fan of it. I, I, well, this is a really good episode. And, and let me just say, it's, it's not saying, oh, we need to have more episodes without Iris and Barry. It's, it's, it's more about how you tell the story, right? I think that even when Iris and Barry are there, when they tell the story and they have the lessons learned being coming from the team around them, like I said, last episode, Iris was there last episode, and actually even Barry was too. So it's not even like we don't want them there. When you had right. Barry working with Cecile and you had Iris working with, with Chester, it's like, 
that's their role, right? They're the and we're the getting to this. Role. We're leading right. They're the, the mom and pop of the shop, right? That this is what their their role is. Because you've actually taken you've actually taken um, Joe out of the picture by having him work with Kramer now, and him, him even saying it's like, hey, when I left the. the uh, the when I left the police department and left it to the Kramer's hand, I, I'm looking around like, did I do right the right? These are like my kids. Uh, did I did I leave them in the wrong hands? It's like who do I leave my kids? Right. So now he's like, okay, I like that idea of him over here helping somebody else because he's already done this with Barry and Irish. Right mm-hmm. now it's Barry and Irish's turn to help the rest of the team to go through that, put them in that place. Like that is their role, right? That is the role of Barry Allen, right? We've gotten to the point. Where the show falls off track is when they forget that. When they feel like they still got to teach Barry a lesson or go through this stuff. Like I said, you know, if they had done, again, like I said, the way Allegra's like, well, yeah, you know, Barry's helped people. And, and I can see, like, <laughs> I, can, I can see Caitlin, so his face is going like, hmm, um, hmm, maybe. And then Sue ba- ba- definitely was like, I don't know if that's, I think you're missing some steps here. And, like, at one point, I really do want Caitlin to go through, all right. Sit down, Chester, and I'll leave you guys. All right, you've heard of the Flash, the Team Flash's greatest hits. Let me tell you about some of our not so greatest hits. You, you, you want to hear about Savitar? <laughs> you know? even, even, even easier than that. Step one, step two, question mark, step three, profit. Yeah. Question marks with a lot of work. Right. A <laughs> lot. That's like half a season of work right there. You know, <laughs> like I need you to understand, like, you can't just come right in and hit the ground running, no pun intended, but like, you know, but like I get it though. Like when you come in, and we kind of got this with Treasure last week, and this is why this is why I'm liking this. If it sounds like you know, Deep on our back on, or maybe we we're over, you know, overly excited to be this episode is because narratively they make sense. You know, last week we had the same thing with Chester coming in, thinking he's just gonna hit the ground running and, and replace Cisco, and it's like, no, nah, man, nah. You got there's a lot that goes on with being the man in the chair here with Allegra. You're right. We've never really had her an exploration of her powers. Uh, we we know that uh, where she came from and 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 her relationship with her her cousin. You know, you still have things out with black hole and things like that. Like so, you're getting more of the stuff to remember. Oh yeah, this stuff actually happened, and we never really did anything with it. There's there's a lot of room there to do that. And if somehow, let's say they go the route you're saying with Frost, right? And they take Frost off the board. Well, now you need another meta on the team because you've already lost Vibe. You don't have, you might not have Frost. Now you have Allegra who can replace, like, this is where I, I'm like, it feels like if they needed to, they can replace some of the characters. You already replaced the man in the chair. You've already replaced your, your backup meta who's actually really, really powerful. You, got a t- you still got the team. The team's still intact, right? Different, different characters, different backgrounds, different things. Um, you, got, you got your Sue, who's your, you know, um, just badass completely. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't know what else. I mean, yeah. You, what do you? What do you? What do you need that day? You need. A, you need a thief. We got you. You need. A, you need a spy. We got you. You know. You need somebody to kick some ass, but hand to hand combat. We got you. Like Sue's your. You know, <laughs> your Swiss Army knife of whatever the fuck you need that day, right? And so it works, and I and I really do appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. I even appreciate the fact that my man Chester this episode kept catching strays, like <laughs> when he got hit. When he almost got hit with the, when he came in with the tray, I was like, yo, I, I literally burst out laughing. I was like, my man can't catch a break. He's not even trying to get in there. He's not trying to fight. He's kind of a pacifist. He's just walking in, try to, he came in with some snacks. My man almost got his ass whooped. Ah, oh, damn. <clears throat> Hate to see it. Um, but 
Yeah. So, like I said, I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate what they're doing here. And it feels like a classic Flash episode, right? It feels sure. like that. And it feels like we're building towards something. We're building towards this idea of, again, what it has always been the background of all this stuff is family. It's always mattered. And, and you know, um, when, you, when we know that Nora and, and Bart are coming and things like that, it's gonna make easy. It's gonna make it. It's gonna make it even better, because now I think the the themes they were trying to go for in the fourth wars thing make more sense. It, it, I, 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 it, it just it just does. I'm sorry. This this to me is a classic Flash episode. Uh, not in terms of like oh it's so good and things like that, but just in terms of like what it means. Like this is the episodes we expect to get from the Flash that that carry on the characters, give us some new things to look into. Um, and they did it again by taking Barry and Iris off, off the board for a, for a bit. So, appreciate it. So, um, That's really all I got with this. You got anything else you want to say about this one? No, like you said, it's a true report episode. It's, it's a back to basics. It's a fat hole down the middle. And it did it without the flat. And I think for me, more than anything, it, it points out the structural underpinnings of how well the show is built. Um, that they were able to focus just on these ancillary characters it still created a, a narrative that not only pushes the main thrust of the season forward in that we got everything with Joe uh, looking into the background of uh, the interim captain, but we also get to push forward the relationships of the new team and see Caitlin continue to transition into an advisor. I'm not as excited about the chill lights as I thought it was okay with happen, but I'm also not willing to turn off my television because so right and, and it's like it doesn't feel like they're they're making it like the huge piece of it and that's i'm with you on it i'm like i could go without that <laughs> you know i it's not it's not my big thing i think i also think that the way they're playing it is almost too cheesy too like the way the, the actor is playing it is one of those things too i'm like everything that happens it's just like it's like you're just waiting for him to look at the camera take his shirt off right I'm just like, all right, come on, guys. Let's, all right, we get it. We get it. She finds him attractive. I get it. All right, you can stop running that in. All right, it's, it's fine. It's fine. So, um, all right. Um, cool. Uh, this week we do have a mailbag coming up. So, uh, they'll be with the mailbag for May and June. So we skip May. Uh, so send your emails in to mailbag at mtrnetwork.net. Uh, we have plenty of stuff to talk about there. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So, uh, make sure you guys subscribe Super Tuesday Recap and we'll be back soon until next time we're out of here peace